Welcome to the Essay for FA's Retirement Advisor podcast, a series that addresses issues of importance to financial advisors when dealing with the preeminent issue on their clients' minds, namely their desire for financial independence. I'm your host, Gil Weinrich of Seeking Alpha, and today we will discuss how our current forced experiment in self-quarantine should help us test the saliency of our retirement agenda. We'll get to that in just a moment. But first, this message. If you're a financial advisor, you should be using Seeking Alpha Premium. I'll mention just two items I personally think are valuable for advisors. Number one, advisors typically get investment research from their own broker-dealer, and it's good to cross-reference that with the research available to Seeking Alpha Premium subscribers. Number two, the quantitative ratings available to premium subscribers are an incredible value add because they make it possible to compare investments with mutually consistent data. In other words, it aids in getting different investment ideas to talk to each other as it were. These features are just the tip of the iceberg and it costs only $240 for an annual subscription. Click on Upgrade on the top right of your Seeking Alpha homepage to see a full list of benefits and options. In his superb book, Longevity Insurance for a Biological Age, retirement economist Moshe Malevsky tells the story of how the Spanish flu, whose devastation was enormously greater than the coronavirus, had an unexpected positive effect on the financial services industry and on the personal finances of American consumers. Specifically, it made life insurance salient. Life insurance at one time seemed almost, or actually, immoral to middle-class Americans. The industry was seen as sharks in business suits, profiting off of people's deaths. But with so many people dying, especially young people, the importance of life insurance came to be appreciated, and consumers bought policies on a scale not imagined beforehand, despite the initial nearly ruinous costs the industry bore paying out Spanish flu claims. So that got me thinking, what has become salient in today's extraordinary period of social distancing and self-quarantine? I would suggest two things. One, a sort of easy answer, and the other, a little deeper. The easier answer is that all the things we wish we could do, but can no longer do, have become salient. Many people would like to go out to public places, to restaurants, to concerts, to sports games. They'd like to travel. But those activities have been curtailed. Interestingly, this wish list is not dissimilar from what people generally aspire to do in retirement. Today's coronavirus-based confinement disrupts the freedom Americans see as their birthright. Of course, people the world over value their autonomy, but Americans enshrined the pursuit of happiness as their goal going back to the Declaration of Independence and Americans defined the life of leisure and made it the core of the retirement vision that people globally aspire to. Indeed, in research conducted by Cornell University gerontologist Carl Pillemer on the end-of-life regrets of elderly Americans, the trip they did not take was one of the most noted items. In an interview with MarketWatch a few years ago, Pillemer noted that when people's traveling days have ended, they will express regret for that major trip they thought about taking but didn't. If that is true, then we need not wait till our final years for this awakening. Today's travel restrictions make any such feeling salient. But it's easy to regret the inability to exercise an option we only recently had in our grips. It is harder, but I would argue more worthwhile, 
to reconnect with what remains available, but was perhaps neglected back when you were free. Many Americans today are rediscovering the importance of family and friends, books and gardening, among other more domestic experiences. And my argument here is that today's involuntary restrictions are a perfect test of what might enhance your client's retirement. Why is that? I surmise that that trip that elderly Americans regret not having taken is deferred because of deficiencies of health or wealth. One or both of these items tend to catch up with us as we age. And so our current forced experiment affords us an opportunity to figure out what we'd want to do when we can't follow the classic pursuit of happiness retirement script. In that regard, I find it interesting that ranking higher than the trip not taken in Carl Pilmer's regret research were relationship issues concerning one's spouse, children, and how people expressed their feelings. Perhaps, then, the extra time in quarantine with those closest to us can guide us as to how we can achieve a more ideal retirement, one with fewer regrets, one that more precisely defines which pursuits generate the greatest happiness returns. It would be a true loss if this plague passed without our discovering something about ourselves that is salient in an enduring way. Thanks for listening. If you found this podcast of value, I would be much obliged if you would pass it on to other advisors to keep this FA project growing. Also feel free to contact me at gil at seekingalpha.com with any feedback. This is Seeking Alpha's Gil Weinrich.